Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. So glad to be back with you again on Everyday Revival. Hope you had a great week, and uh, we are going to pick right back up here again. We're going to be talking about some things uh, in the next couple podcasts. I think that will really um, be a blessing to you. I know they will because they're a blessing to me in, in my walk with God. And um, it's, just, uh, it's just exciting to serve God in, these, in the days we're living in. Um, every day's an adventure, and uh, it just uh, there's just so much joy in knowing Him and following Him, and knowing that we can't fail because we serve a great God, and uh, that's just comfort. Uh, it, it is to me. Um, we're going to be talking about expansion or moving forward in the things of God. Um, so many people, uh, maybe people that you know, and hopefully this isn't you. Uh, that just is sitting back and just waiting for things to happen. But hopefully this this is you uh, moving forward into the things of God and every day getting up and saying, you know, there is just something for me today to do for the kingdom of God. And I'm asking you, God, to show me uh, people that I can run into, bring them across my path um, at my job, give me words of life to speak into somebody else's life. In other words, you're always taking steps forward um, into God's plan and his purposes for your life. You're not just sitting back coasting. Um, There's just, uh, there's no life in coasting. Um, And so we're going to be talking about these things. Um, I like this quote from Jesse Duplantis. I thought this was great. He said, expansion is the breath of Christianity. He said, expansion or moving forward is the breath of Christianity. I mean, we're going to be talking about this, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but from the time of the early church, all the way back in the book of Acts, and after they received the Holy Ghost power, and the Holy Ghost came upon them, and then came on the inside of them, um, expansion in the face of difficult times is, is basically what they experienced, is every time they hit difficult times, or things came against them, because remember, they were living under uh, great oppression. Um, in, in the face of those difficult times, they, they experienced expansion and moving forward. The, the kingdom of God advanced and moved forward. Um, so we understand that we right now, even 223, we're living in chaotic times. We're living in a lot of chaos, uh, not us as Christians, but we're you know, the, the, the time frame in which we live is chaotic, but that doesn't mean we have to be in chaos. That doesn't mean our families have to live that way. It says we're in this world, but we're not of this world. And I don't choose to live the way that uh, man or evil, evil people live. I'm living the way that God wants me to live in these times. And he's called us to a great, a great thing, and that is to be a light in a dark place. And that's what he's called us to do in these times, and that's what we're going to do. When I get up in the morning, when I proceed with my day, when I get in my car and I'm driving, I'm saying, Lord, I want to be a light. Make my life a light to those in this dark world. Um, And and when they see us not wringing our hands, not worrying, um, 
when, even though they know we're going through things, but we're approaching it from a different way, a different, a whole different uh, attitude, a whole different way. It, it, it says things to them, um, and it, it, it's a witness to them. I want to read you this verse, and I know many of you know this verse, but let's look at it again. And again, if you're in your car or putting on your makeup or at your job on your break or whatever, I know you might not have your Bibles with you, but later on, go back and look these things up because it's always good to see it with your own eyes. Never just take what somebody's reading to you and just say, oh, you know, you know, and you take that for what they're saying. You always need to look at it with your own eyes. Know that it's in the Word and let your eyes and your heart agree with it. Uh, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 26, and let me read this to you. And it says, look at the birds of the air, for they don't sow and they don't reap and they don't gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. So in this verse, he's telling us, you know, there's, there's things... I mean, if you go back up to verse 25, he says, don't worry about your life, what you're going to eat or drink, nor about your body or what what you're going to put on. And then he tells you, look, don't worry about those things, but here's what I want you to look at. Here's where I want you to put your attention. Look up in the air and look at the birds. Wow. What a, what a concept. He says, I want you to look, I want you to look somewhere, but I don't want you to worry about all these other things about your life. I want you to look at this. I want you to look at the birds of the air. For they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they are? So he's saying, look, every day a bird flies around. And, and gets up out of its nest in the morning, flies around, does its thing, and every day he's provided for. There's food to eat. There's wind to take him with his wings and his feathers. And I mean, he, in other words, he's taken care of. There's provision for him. It says, which of you, by worrying, can add one cubic to his stature? So why do you worry about your clothing? And then he says, listen to this. He says, I want you to consider or look at this. Consider the lilies of the valley, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is here and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? And then it goes on to talk about worrying and saying and what you say and and, and what you focus your attention on. But we, we understand that, um, and I just wanted to give this as a basis kind of verse in talking about moving forward, that before you, you or I can ever take steps to move forward in our walk with God, we have to understand this. We don't know everything, and we can't produce what God can produce in our lives. In other words, it's not in our own efforts. In other words, if I sit here all day long and start worrying about finances and my children and my grandchildren and this and that in my life, it's, it's not going to benefit me at all, and I'm never going to move forward in the plan God has for me, and I'm never going to be... It, it, my vision, my faith, nothing is going to be expanded. Nothing, right? Because you can't worry and be in faith at the same time. You can't hold on with one hand behind you onto worry and, and all the things that you like to think about 
and then reach forward into moving forward and expansion and be in faith. Those two are polar opposites. You can't do it. And so um, that verse right there just says a whole lot. I like verse 31. It says, therefore, do not worry saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? It says, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these th things. Aren't you glad that says that in the, in the Bible? I'm so glad that says that, that he knows exactly what we need. He, he, he's saying right here, look, I mean, and that's, it's, it's relevant for right now in, in the, the economy that we're living in and all these things. You know, instead of letting worry come out of your mouth and your kids can hear you saying that, you know, well, we get, can't afford that right now. We can't do that right now. Um, we've got to go grocery shopping, and everything's three times as much as it normally is, and so we're not going to be able to have enough, and you can't do this. No, no, put faith in your mouth. Put moving forward in your mouth. Put the word of God in your mouth and say, no, my God said that I don't worry about what I eat or what I drink. I'm not going to sit here and worry about it. I'm going to put God's word first. I'm going to take steps towards him. I'm going to make sure that he's first in my giving, in my life, and he's going to take care of me. And I don't have to work all these worky, uh, work things uh, towards it. I, I just have to do what he says to do in the, in the word, and he does the rest. Praise God. In other words, I just have simple faith that he's going to take care of me. And then if you end up on verse 33, which I love, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God. What did I, I was just talking about that. I'm seeking first him and his priorities and what he cares about, which is people and the kingdom. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. In other words, all the things that you're, you're trying to worry about, they're going to be added unto you if you don't worry, if you give it to him, if you seek first his kingdom. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Don't worry about tomorrow. So in other words, in an expanded mind, in a God mind, God-filled mind, you're always moving forward. You're always pushing ahead. You're always going forward. See, you know why? Because when God lives on the inside of you, his spirit, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you, you can't sit still. In other words, it's not a, in other words, it's not a, um, a thing where you're always have, having to, to work, 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 and you can never rest. I'm not talking about that. It's, it's a momentum on the inside. It's a passion on the inside. You're not one to just sit around and wait till Jesus comes back. In other words, you're motivated. There's a, there's a moving forward on the inside towards the things of God. You're always pressing forward. And, uh, man, that just I, I just love that. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. So we see here that if we'll keep worry behind us and ask God to help us, we'll move forward into the things God has for us. Because, again, I read it, Jesse Planis said, expansion is the breath of Christianity. In other words, moving forward, is, it's, it's in us. It's the breath on the inside of us. We're always looking uh, to do that. Um, there's another verse over in First Peter, and it's in, uh, it says First Peter 2, 9 through 10, and I'm going to read this out of the Living Bible. And, you know, this first point I want to talk about, of course, I just covered not worrying, but I want you to understand 
that in moving forward, you have to understand that you are God's chosen possession. Worrying is not part of our DNA. It's not part of who we are. That's fear-based. When God came to live on the inside of you and on the inside of me, uh, fear goes because fear is of the enemy. That's the, it, it says he wants us to fear. He wants us to doubt. He wants us to live in, uh, in, in, in this mode where we're just um, still all the time. Uh, spiritually, we're not doing anything. We're not making um, any progress. But when we understand that we are his chosen possession, that God chose us, he chose you right there where you're sitting. He chose you to do a great work for him. And you say, well, you know, I'm, I'm not a pastor. I'm not an evangelist. I'm not a teacher. No, but he still loves you all. He, he loves you just as much as he loves me. He loves you, and he has a plan for your life. And, and right where you are, in the job that you're working, in the, in the family that you've been put in, he has a plan for your life, and you are his chosen possession. It says in verse uh, 9, it says, But you are not like that, for you have been chosen by God himself. You are priests of the king. You are holy, and you are pure. You are God's very own. Now, i got to stop right there. I mean, you want good news? I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, it really doesn't. This verse in the, in the Living Bible says, we are priests of, of the king. We are holy. He calls you holy. Well, you know, Pastor, you know, I, I just do, but I mess up sometimes. You know what? You know, if you mess up, you turn around, you repent, you get right with God, and you ask him to help you. But you're, you're holy. You're holy in his eyes. You're pure. You are God's very own possession. All of this so that you might show to others how God called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. That's what he wants us to do is move forward into his plan, which is right here, that we might show others how God, God called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. That's what my life is. My life is a testimony of how he called me, my puny self, that was messed up, and I was, ooh, I was, I was something else. I tell you, I was just something else um, when I wasn't born again. But uh, he, he called me out of darkness into his wonderful light, and now I get to tell others the story. I get to share with others the story of how he saved me. Man, that's a privilege. It says in verse 10, once you were less than nothing. How many of you out there were less than nothing at one time? <laughs> I, I tell you what, I was less than nothing. I mean, some of the stuff I did, some of, I mean, that, that person is dead and, and buried, and I'm not resurrecting that person. Um, but I was once less than nothing. But it says, now you are God's very own. Once you knew very little of God's kindness, but now your very lives have been changed by it. That's who we are, y'all. We are his chosen possession. He's called us out of darkness into his glorious light so that we can do something, so that we can move forward in his plan and his purposes. He has such a great plan for you. He has such a wonderful uh, a future and a hope ahead. And I know um, many people, um, especially Christians, are, are falling into depression and despair in these last days, and they're listening to the news, and they're listening to people, 
and they're letting the, those things get on the inside of them instead of, lifting, instead of lifting up their eyes and looking to God for their help and knowing these things. Listen, fear and worry, fear and worry will hold you back. It will hold you into the arena that the enemy wants you to be held in, and he will whip you there every single time. But when you come on over into the kingdom that you were born for, and that is the kingdom of God over into this kingdom where, man, I mean, you are a chosen possession. Just I'm just going to kind of hang on that for the next minute until we're done because I believe instead of going on, he just wants you to hear these words today. It's not a mistake that you're listening to this today, today because I believe some of you have been down. You've been, uh, you've felt hopeless. You've, uh, you've just like uh, almost, you're born again and you, you, you go to church, but there's no, it's dry and it, it doesn't, it doesn't have any meaning to, to you like it used to. Listen, God never changes. He doesn't change. So something in our movement has changed. In other words, we've, we've changed in our stance. And so all it takes today is just saying, God, you know, I've been dry. I, I, things have been, things have looked bleak for me. And I turn my eyes to you today. I turn my heart to you today. And I need you. I need your help. And I've heard these words today that I'm your chosen possession, that I'm holy and pure, and I'm your very own. And I just choose to believe that today, Lord. And I lift up my hands to you, and I say this with my mouth and with my heart. I ask you to forgive me for being cold and lukewarm, and I just ask you to fill me once again with your power and your presence, and I thank you, Lord, that I'm going on uh, to be a light to others. I thank you that my life is going to show others how you called me out of darkness into your wonderful light. And I just praise you and thank you today. And then once you've done that, turn around and just start praising him. Remember in the past episodes, we've talked about praise and worship and how you can lift up your voice to him when you're down or depressed. And, that, and those things have to fall off of you when you lift up your voice and you start praising God. He is a God of the miraculous. He turns hopeless situations around, and it does not take him but a moment to do that. And so I believe that happened for you today. I believe that this was encouraging to you today. I believe that these words of life in here in 1 Peter 2 uh, are life-changing. Also, don't forget Matthew 6.26 talks about not worrying, that he wants us to put our, our eyes on him and go forward into the things that he has for us. Listen, we're going to pick right back up on these things next week and talk about uh, moving forward. It's in our DNA. It's how we roll. It's how we are as Christians. That's our life. That's what's in us. And so we're going to talk about these things. So until next time, until next week, um, have a great week. Know that you are God's chosen possession. He loves you, and he's called you for his very own. We'll see you next time on Everyday Revival.